What's up everybody, this is Trevor Holbrook and joining me today is Sam Stuby on the double technical and we'll be covering stuff from ranging from Big 12 preseason All-Americans and uh, what else Sam? Uh, cycl uh, the new Cyclone uniforms that have been hotly debated. And a little bit of World Cup, the finals are set, let's get into it. How you doing, Sam? Good, how about you? Oh, pretty good. Um, let's jump right into it. We'll talk some Iowa State uniforms. Uh, it's a hot topic on Twitter between Iowa State athletes, coaches, recruits, fans, even Iowa fans got in on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are your initial thoughts, Sam? So I like that Iowa State doesn't look like USC anymore with the, with the uh, red helmet. Uh, white white jersey, cardinal pants when we go on the road, or uh, the gold pants. I like that we go with the all uh, all white. I think that's a very good look on us, uh, especially with like the car the uh, gold. Isn't the gold uh, v like V on the? So the the uh, cardinal ones have a black collar. Um, the white ones, I believe, just have it's all white. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I, what do you think about the black ones? Because that was the one I saw people complain the most that Iowa State went all black. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the all black on Iowa State. I, you know, it's I think it's a better alternative than uh, our gold alternates from uh, when we played Toledo uh, back when Campbell was still the coach there. I think that, uh, but yeah, I think it's a good look on us uh, overall with the white and cardinal. The black ones, I'm not too hot on, but you know, if it if the recruits like it, it then it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah, I think that's a, a big key to it is, you know, personally, I don't really care too much about uniforms at all. This is all about recruiting, 100% recruiting. And, and fans too, I, I well, think. Well, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. The black um, looked pretty, pretty smooth to me. I guess it's way better than the all gold. Those were pretty garbage, in my the opinion. McDonald's yeah. uniforms. Um, but it it is very like black uniforms. All black uniforms have been increasing in popularity, like the last five years or whatever. I feel like yeah. every team is doing an all black. And I will say that the all black is a lot better than the charcoal gray ones. Oh from, yeah, I did not like that look. Yeah, th those were State. those were interesting, but yeah, I think the the cardinal ones look the coolest to me. I guess um, I like the the gold on the cardinal. I think that looks that's a good look. How, how do you feel about the uh, black on the uh, cardinal uniform? The like the black V neck. So I've seen a lot of people complain about that too. Noah. Um, yeah, I, I've heard Noah, <laughs> Noah complain about it. It doesn't really bother me, but um, I don't know. I'm not too up to date in the the fashion the fashion yeah, world. I'm so. the last person to comment on that. Uh, what do you think about how it was initially released? 
about it being leaked? Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I kind of didn't buy it because I figured there was no way that like it would get leaked through a Hawk fan of anyone. Um, but yeah, he he released them. Uh, I think it was good that like there was a lot of question around whether the it was legit or not. Because I was still surprised when they released them, I, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Um, yeah, anything else on uniforms? Um, it's, it'll be inter interesting to see how the recruits like this, if it's something that's going to help us uh, recruit younger, more uh, high-caliber talent. And if it works, then uh, we'll keep it. So, yeah, I feel like the reaction on Twitter from some of the recruits I follow that Iowa State either has or is targeting was overall pretty pretty positive. I didn't really see anything negative. So, I mean, I don't really think changing a uniform can hurt too much. But, yeah. I will say, so all this uniform stuff uh, reminded me when Iowa State had the uh, Jack Trice uh, special uniforms. Oh, yeah, that game. Yeah, I... Yeah. Okay, I think it was pretty cool that um, they haven't used those since and is kind of just like a special thing for that. Um, I thought that was really cool, but I kind of forgot about them until I saw something the other day about it. Yeah, those were a unique look for the Cyclones. Uh, I, th I think, didn't Iowa do something similar where they like uh, wore their 19-whatever year that was uniform? Yeah, I think so. Uh yeah, Iowa fans also got a little riled up on the uniforms. Yeah, uh, saying that they were tr Iowa State was uh, uh, copying uh, the Hawkeyes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Every team does black uniforms now, so I don't... If they're copying anyone, though, it's probably TCU because yeah, they, they look pretty, pretty dang similar for sure. Yeah, it's a lot like TCU's black uniforms, the uh, alternate. I wonder when we're going to be able when we're uh, when Iowa State is going to use those uniforms and when the fans will be able to see how they look actually on the field. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing too. Is would be the timing of using the uniforms. I think the black uniforms in a night game would be pretty cool. Yeah, Oklahoma's coming to Ames, so we could see a. Uh, one of these uniforms used um, be interesting. Uh, that would be like, it'd be interesting to see too, the opener against South Dakota State. I mean, South Dakota State isn't a big, like a rival or anything by any means, but if it's the, it's the first game and it's a night game, so will we see that? Will we not? I don't know. I This is too much uniform talk for me. <laughs> yeah. I really... Uh, yeah, that's as far as I can go on uniforms. Yeah. I, I care more about the game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yesterday the uh, All Big Twelve uh, selection selections were made for the preseason by the uh, members of the Big Twelve media. Yep. Uh, so Oklahoma has the most selections of any team with seven. West Virginia is uh, second with four. Iowa State has. Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech are tied. Uh, they all have three players on uh, the All Big 12 team. Uh, Kansas State, TCU, Kansas, and Texas all have two. 
And uh, rounding that list out, uh, Baylor only has one player. That's interesting. Um, I think the thing that jumps out to me right out of the gates is Oklahoma. They have seven, which is a, a high number for sure, um, more than anyone else. But they're all on offense or special teams, not a single defensive player. And that was kind of the uh, the weakness of the team last year was on defense. I mean, Baker kind of bailed them out of a lot of situations. Um, yeah. We saw when Iowa State headed down to Oklahoma, the defense couldn't get off the field. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, who knows, preseason rankings or awards or whatever don't, it's not the biggest thing, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that defense is uh, in trouble if they're anything like they were last year. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting to me is that Texas Tech, who is known for their offense, only has three or has three players on the list, and all of them are on defense. They have no offensive players on uh, the All Big Twelve, which is uh, not a huge step forward for them. But I still think they could be a better ha- uh, better defense in the Big 12 than they were last year. They made big gains last year. And I think they'll continue to trend upward. But my question with them is how good is their offense going to be? Uh, and that's very troubling for Cliff Kingsbury being, in, hit, being uh, in a sort of hot seat situation. For sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. The defense of Texas Tech might be the biggest factor and if Cliff Kingsbury is there next year or not, which is knowing Tech's history, I guess, under Kingsbury and even before, it's kind of crazy to think that the defense is is the most important, almost the most important part of that team. Uh, their, their defense is headlined by Dakota Allen, uh, outstanding linebacker. But yeah, I, I agree. The offense is... Uh, it's interesting, Tech's offense. I mean, they weren't terrible last year, but they lost Nick Shimanick, and they're yeah. going to have to have a new quarterback step yeah. in. They needed an upset against Texas to get to a bowl game, and they certainly might need that again. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how not only Tech's offense and defense uh, pans out, but also if Kingsbury's there next year, really. Yeah. Um, so the offensive player of the year, according to the Big 12 media, is uh, Will Greer, quarterback from West Virginia. I think that's the obvious pick. I uh, agree, um, especially this year. I mean, there's no Baker, no Mason Rudolph. The quarterbacks are a little weaker this year, at least on paper. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out when we're actually playing games. But, uh, yeah, I think Greer is definitely the best returning quarterback in generally. In a league like the Big 12, quarterback is uh, that's the most important position, really. Yeah, and he has weapons like uh, David Sills, who's another Big 12 uh, preseason all-teamer, and uh, Gary Jennings Jr., who was a All-American last year, along with Sills and a solid offensive line. So they really could be a team to watch for in the Big 12 race. Yeah, and I think... Uh, also, the running backs stood out to me. Um, Iowa State had a selection with David Montgomery. And then Rodney Anderson out of Oklahoma and Justice Hill out of Oklahoma State also made it. 
Mm-hmm. That is a a solid trio of running backs for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think th- I think those are the three obvious uh, picks for the All Big Twelve. Two other Iowa State players that were selected: uh, Jaquan Bailey, uh, defensive line, and uh, Brian Peavy, at, uh, defensive back. I think those are two solid picks for Iowa State to see uh, be on the All Preseason team. Uh, some people were saying that uh, Ray Lima deserved to be on there. I think, yeah. I can. I definitely see how they would think that. I mean, look at last year's defense. After the Texas game, they shift to the three-man front. You know, that was a lot of Ray Lima. You can rely on Ray Lima to be able to do that. And then you see a guy like Joel Lanning jumps to defense. I think a lot or a big portion of his success was because up front those guys were doing work. Yeah, Lima, he didn't have a lot of, uh, like, stats, uh, but he made all those plays that, like, allowed others to uh, make the play. So, like, he took up a lot. His job was to take up a lot of space, and he did that well, and he created holes for Lanning and uh, Spears and other players like that to fill in and make a play. Yeah, for sure. That's what you want out of your D linemen is eat up the blocks and let others make make the plays, which I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, – um, back to the running backs quick, though. Rodney Anderson, Justice Hill, David Montgomery – that is okay sitting here in july um i think the biggest like big 12 thing i'm looking forward to watching is just seeing the running backs pan out running back is my favorite position Mm -hmm. and there's three really really good running backs and they get to play each other multiple times uh should be a lot of fun in my opinion to watch the running backs. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, is Oklahoma State or Oklahoma, who are traditionally heavy in the pass game, are they going to shift more to uh, a run game style? I think that'll be fun to watch, which Oklahoma has Kyler Murray, so they can still, which he's kind of a running quarterback. So I don't know. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. It's also uh, something to note is Oklahoma has two offensive linemen on the All-Big 12 team, uh, preseason team. Okie State has one and Iowa State has none. I think that that could make a difference in terms of uh, how each running back does this year. If my, uh, one offensive line is clearly better than the other, then I think the, that running back will benefit from that and they'll have a be- maybe a better season than the other running backs. The only thing I will say about that with Iowa State, um, the I think the offensive line, you know, didn't a lot. A lot of it's returning, I guess. Um, so you would think it it won't get much worse. Um, you would think it would have to swing up, and right. Montgomery obviously proved that he can uh, do a lot on his own last season, breaking the the broken tackles record according to. Uh, pro football or PFF. My concern with him is how many hits can uh, a running back take. That's always a concern for a running back. That just comes with the territory. The reason why I I have some question marks with the Iowa State offensive line just because can they stay healthy? I think they're very, I think they have a chance to be pretty good for Iowa State, but I think uh, if they don't stay healthy, that could hurt Montgomery and the, and the entire offense. 
Yeah, and, and health is always a factor. Um, I think this year, too, though, Kenny Nwangu will be back. Um, Sheldon Crony, Johnny Lang's going to be in the mix. I think there's other options outside of Montgomery, which I think is important. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe take a little, little bit of wear off him. Uh, I don't know. It'll be fun to watch. Um, moving out of the Big 12 and going to a perspective of the world, the World Cup yeah. is winding down. So much for me and Noah's Brazil pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who's in the final, Sam? So it's a, so France beat uh, Brazil to advance to the final, and Croatia beat England in extra time to go to the final. So it's France versus Croatia. Uh, on paper, France looks like looks like the better team. Uh, they have more talented players with uh, players like Mbappe, and Croatia has been more a team of opportunity, and they have less star power. They've uh, had two. They've had two games that could have go- easily gone the other way. Uh, more recently, with England and extra time, I think that. Uh, Croatia is a good story, but I think that France is gonna t- has too much star power, and they're gonna take that game and win it. I don't think it will be. I think it will be one nil, France. That's that's my pick for it. Sounds like a soccer score for sure. <laughs> yeah. Who are you rooting for? One uh, country over the other? Ah, uh, not not really. I think I think Croatia is a great. Like I said, I think Croatia is a great story, and that's something to root for. And they haven't won it. Uh, anytime recently, the last time they made it uh, made it back was uh, in 1962, where they were Czechos- uh, Czechoslovakia, and France uh, has won uh, recently. So I think the underdog is definitely Croatia. So if you're someone who likes the underdog, you can definitely get behind Croatia. Gotcha. Yeah, th- that'll be fun to to watch unfold. Um, do you have anything else to add to that? Um, not, not much. I, well, there is one thing I do want to, uh, kind of see what happens with, I want to see how much uh, of an effect the officials have in that game. Cause with, uh, soccer and the na- or football, actually I should say, uh, football, football. Yes. <laughs> uh, and with the Neymar comments recently by the Mexican coach, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how much of an effect the officials have on the game. Because if it's like, if the players are flopping, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, that can draw more cards on Croatia, and Croatia is not really deep either right now. Because uh, in the end of the game against England, they were down to ten players, and they and uh, Croatia has played a lot has played a lot more minutes than uh, France has. So if so, that's gonna be something that's interesting to watch from a fan's perspective and could ultimately dictate which way the game goes or the match goes. Gotcha. Yeah, well, that's all we have for today. Thank you all for listening. Um, the Lesson Kobe show is on Mondays and Wednesdays. Pod Casual Friday is on Fridays. Uh, you can check it out on SoundCloud, iTunes, on our website, iowastatedaily.com. And Iowa State Daily will also have a podcast Thursday night and Sunday night on Cap City League. So 
be on the lookout for that too. Yes, and to, and uh, I will be releasing or I'll be finishing up an article today uh, once the Big Twelve uh, preseason poll comes out. Uh, in it, there will be where each team places and a little bit about that team. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.